This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. We are grateful. Thank you for always revealing the agenda of the enemy and for helping us to pray aright. We know not, indeed, we know not what we should pray for, but you are, you are, you are always ahead of the devil. We are grateful for destroying that old serpent that has been terrorizing the life of your people. We are grateful because no one shall be involved in any form of accident today, this week, this month, this year, even for the rest of our lives in the name of Jesus. In sorrow over all our sisters, pregnant sisters, men, women, children, adults, thank you for destroying that old serpent that is terrorizing family. May your name be praised in Jesus' name. Jesus has the word of life. Bring your word unto your people. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And let there be salvation of soul in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. This morning, the Lord will be speaking to us on the exhortation line titled, The Five-Fold Blessings of the Lord. The Five-Fold Blessings of the Lord. So we're going to look at a few things, and then uh, subsequently we'll begin to take them one by one. Turn your Bible with me, please, to the book of Genesis. Genesis chapter 1, the five folds, blessings of the Lord. Genesis chapter 1, and I'm going to read from verse 26 to 28. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowls of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeped upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them, the Lord bless you. And God said unto them, be fruitful, you shall be fruitful. And multiply, you shall multiply. And replenish, the, you shall replenish the earth. And subdue, you will subdue the earth. And have dominion, you will have dominion. Over the fish of the sea, and over the fowls of the air. And over every living thing that moveth upon the face, upon the, upon the earth. Praise the Lord. Shout to be hallelujah. The fivefold blessing. Now, the fivefold blessings, as we see in the word of God, these are one fruitfulness, multiplication, replenishment, to subdue, and dominion. Now, the fivefold blessings were the first set of blessings that God released upon man. The first set of blessing. Now, when God finished, when God created every other thing, the light, the day, the night, uh, the sun, the moon, every other thing, and he created man. Now, God blessed the work of his hand. But when it comes to man, because we look like his, himself, we bear his image, God places some specific blessings on mankind. 
Now, these blessings were, so they were the first set of blessings. There was another set of blessings that God placed on man after the flood that you can find in chapter six of the book of um, Genesis chapter seven, chapter eight, chapter nine, and God, you know, God began to rain another set of blessings. But interestingly, even the blessings that the Lord places upon mankind after the flood, he was also still talking about be fruitful, be multiplied, replenish the earth, and so on. He said in, in, in chapter 9 of Genesis, chapter 9 of Genesis, verses 7, and you, he said, be ye fruitful. So I decree upon you, be ye fruitful in the name of Jesus. Amen. Look at it. And he said, multiply. You will multiply on every side in the name of Jesus. <clears throat> Look at it. And he said, bring forth abundantly in the earth and multiply their end and multiply their end. So this was God again, reaffirming what he said in the book of Genesis chapter one from verse 26 to 28. Now, Satan envied man. Remember, Satan was casted down into the earth because there was no more place for him in heaven. And then he was, you know, he was casted down because of his pride. But then when God places this blessing on man, Satan began to devise means. In fact, interestingly, um, the, 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 that same old serpent was what the Lord has destroyed this morning. Amen. Yes, that same old serpent. And then he appeared in an old serpent way. He appeared like a serpent. And then began to deceive uh, Adam and Eve, particularly Eve. We know some of us are familiar with the story. How in chapter 3 of Genesis, which led to the fall of man. So Satan began to envy man. And he was waging war against man, God's creation. Satan didn't wage war against lion. He didn't wage war against the land or the trees or the waters or the sea or the skies or the birds or the flies or the chickens. He didn't or leopard. No, he wages no war with them. He, the only person he was, the only creation he was waging war at was man. Why? Because he wanted to destroy God's agenda over man. Now, so sin came in. Eve ate the forbidden fruit and then uh, also gave the same to her husband. And the Bible said their eyes were open. Now, while I was studying um, the book of Genesis chapter 3, a couple of days ago, and the Lord told me, chapter 2 actually, and the Lord told me, when God gave Adam, the commandment regarding the garden. He had actually not, not formed Eve. And so if you trace it in the Bible, there's no specific place where God told the woman, Eve, that uh, out of the fruit of this, uh, I mean, the, 
the trees uh, you shall not eat so and so. But the man, God told the man. And God told me, he said, what that means is that when I give the man instruction, I expect him to carry his wife along. How was Eve able to know the instruction of the commandment of God? Because her husband told her, so man, don't leave your wife alone. Don't say, well, uh, she's on, no. Carry her along. Everything that God tells you, the men, the people that are married that are here, share with them. So God told Adam, he said, see, there are, there's a tree inside this garden. I don't want you to touch it. The, way, the day you eat it, this is what will happen to you. You shall die. You will know between good and evil, and then you shall die. So Adam, uh, you know, passes the same message. But then we understand that in chapter 3, the Bible said in verse 1, now the serpent was, was more subtle than any beast of the feet which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Can you see? Now, Satan wasn't there physically or covered because he's around. He's a Roman liar. He has nothing to do. So he heard it when God gave that commandment to Adam. He heard it. And then he now brought the same commandment that God told Adam in the secret and brought it to his wife. And then was saying, are you really sure God said don't do this? And let's see what the woman said. And the woman said unto the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden. God had said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. That means don't worry. You will not really die. You will not really die. Now, that's why the Satan is very subtle. Now, what was Satan all about? It was after the blessings that was placed on man. It was after the garden. It was after the future. It was after the seed of man. And as a result of this, man fell into sin and fell out of God's grace. Then man falls short of the glory of God. As the book of Romans chapter, tell, I mean, chapter 3 tells us, it said, for all I've sinned, I've come short of the glory of, of, of God. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus. So Satan envied man. He began to attack man physically and spiritually. And that led to the downfall of man. I pray for you, you will not fall. You will not fall. You will not fall. I will not fall in the name of Jesus. Now, then something happened when man fell. And when I mean man, Adam and Eve, then God drove them out of the garden. We can see in Genesis chapter 3, verse 23 to 24, the Bible says, therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden. Can you see? Sent him 
not sent them. So that means God was still specific about the man. He sent him forth. So it was the fault of the man, not the fault of the woman. So God sent him forth, sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. That wasn't the agenda of God. The agenda of God was, was for man to live like him on earth, to be like him on earth. God created the ground in the original plan for God wasn't that man should begin to till from where he came out from. Men came out from the ground. Women came out of men. And so the ground where we came from was not where we are supposed to be tilling, working hard to eat. That wasn't the plan. Verse 24. So he drove out the man. Look at it again. And he placed, he, and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. And then we know the aftermath of all of those things. Struggle, crisis. The first crisis we saw was that Adam knew his wife, they conceived Cain, uh, she conceived Cain, Adam knew his wife, and, they and then Abel was conceived. What happened? Then Cain killed his younger brother, Abel. Can you see the, the storyline? So God created man and places five specific blessings on him. Number one, he said, be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth. Subdue it and dominate it. But man lost all of this because of sin. The good news is now that Jesus Christ, God had to send Jesus Christ into the world to restore everything that Satan has stolen. Whatever has been stolen in your life, the power of God this morning will restore them back in full in the name of Jesus. The power of God will restore them back in full in the mighty name of Jesus. So man wasn't ordained to struggle. We are not ordained to struggle in life. You are not supposed to sweat before you begin to eat. You are not supposed to struggle over your children. You are not supposed to struggle over your wife. You are not supposed to struggle over the work of your hand, your business, career, money, whatever thing you are involving, but because of sin. Now, God now, God now have put, put up a new plan to raise up the second man. He was the first one that he went to the ground and came back again on the third day, Jesus Christ. The first man. So sin came into humanity through the first man, Adam. Can you see that whenever the Bible makes reference to the sin, to one led humanity to crisis? Did, they, did you see that it is man they talk about? If you read your Bible very well. When, 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 when Paul was describing, Paul says, he says, sin came, he says, sin came in through one man. Can you see? So men, we have, you know, we'll find a way to talk to ourselves, man to man, man to man. 
You see, God has committed so much into our hand. Our wife is not the problem. I'm telling you, it's not. If you as a man, you obey God, your wife doesn't have problem with obeying God. Everything he committed to the hand of man. And that's when there's an error, it is the man that God is looking for. It is the man that God punishes because he's the one that he, that, that he has places everything into his hand. My prayer for you this morning, all the men that are in the house, particularly we that are married, we will lead our family right in the name of Jesus. Every blessing that the Lord has committed, every task, every instruction that he has given unto us, in the name, we will not fail at delivering them to our immediate family in the mighty name of Jesus. And the good news is that any man that follows God's instruction, your family will enjoy it. Your wife will enjoy it. Your children will enjoy it. Yes, they will enjoy it. And in the name of Jesus, everything that God has ordained for you to enjoy, you will enjoy them in Jesus' name. So brethren, so the good news, Jesus came into this world and set mankind free from the yoke of sin, which Satan, that subtle, that subtle being, that old serpent, what he took away through deception, Jesus Christ came to restore it back. That is the greatest good news. Now you are going to pray. And then to, to, later we are going to begin to take each of these blessings one by one. He said, be fruitful. One thing I am, I know. As you go out today, you will be fruitful. I will be fruitful. Your family will be fruitful. My family will be fruitful. All members of Jesus will be fruitful on all sides. So when we look at fruitfulness tomorrow, there are about four to five dimensions of fruitfulness we are going to look at. So maybe you have something that is not fruitful in your life. Then you must make sure that you don't miss this. Because God has ordained it that, yes, you be fruitful. All around fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Now you are going to pray. What is your first prayer point? Whether you're a man or you're a woman, it doesn't matter. You are going to pray this morning. You are going to say, Father, I thank you for creating me in your own image and after your own likeness. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. It could have make you an animal. It could have make you a tree. It could have make you a stone. It could have make you a water. It could make you a ground. It could make you anything. But he decided in his own wisdom to make me in his own image. Cry to God this morning, my father, I thank you for making me in your own image. I thank you for making me in your own image. I thank you for making me in your own image. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Now you are going to unmute your devices as we pray. What is your next prayer point? Your next prayer point is going to be, you are going to say, Father, be merciful upon me. If I have fallen short of your glory in words, in thought, in action, please be merciful upon me. Open your mouth and make that your prayer. 
Sin is the only thing that Satan is looking for to take away the blessing. Cry to God this morning. My Father, my God, Lord, in any way I have fallen short of your glory. Please be merciful upon me. 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 You are going to pray after we pray all the prayer that God has you know given to me to, to that we should pray. Then towards the end, you are going to take the book, the, the your Bible and prophesy into your life. You lay your hand upon your head and speak into your life. God said, I should be fruitful. So indeed, I must be fruitful. Ancient of days, I want you to place your right hand upon your hand. I am that I am. I thank you for bringing your word unto us this morning and for all the prayer that I've been offered. Thank you for destroying that old serpent that is terrorizing your people. I give you the glory this morning for waking us up. You have brought your word unto us that when you created us, you created us in your own image and you place these five-fold blessings upon our life. You said to us that we should be fruitful. So I decree in the name of Jesus, the yoke of barrenness is terminated over your life. It's terminated over your family. Beginning from now, begin to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Beginning from now, begin to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. I decree beginning from now, you shall multiply. You shall multiply on every side. Like the stars of the heaven, you shall multiply in the name of Jesus. Like the sea upon the seesaw, in the name, like the sun upon the seesaw, you shall multiply on every side. I pray for you, you shall replenish the earth. I pray for you, you shall subdue it. I pray for you as you go out today, you shall dominate. All the days of your life, you shall dominate. Father, we give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. And if you are here this morning, you have not accepted Jesus. You have not accepted in your, into your heart as your Lord and Savior. I want you to know that for these blessings to have expression in your life, you need to be in Jesus. So you are here this morning. We want to give you that opportunity uh, to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I want you to repeat after me and say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please forgive me my sin. I believe with the whole of my heart that you have come to save me. And today I acknowledge your offer of salvation. Please cleanse me from every iniquity. As from today, empower me to walk before you and be perfect. All the fivefold blessings, restore them back unto me. Fill me with the Holy Ghost, according to your word in Ephesians 1 verse 13. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul. Lord, I pray as many that pray this prayer, forgive them their sins, write their name in the book of life. Lord, fill them with the Holy Ghost that they may begin to walk with you. All the five of blessings that they begin to have expression in their life. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed.